This is Michelle Dawesberg of Real Chicks Rock, and this is RCR Presents Real Discussions, the podcast. Enjoy. Good afternoon and welcome to Real Chicks Rock Presents Real Discussions. I'm your host for today, Michelle Dawesberg, and as always, I'm super excited to be here. Yes, yes, we have a lot to cover today. This is an interesting topic today, and I can't wait to get into it. But before we get started, I want to thank all of the new listeners that are joining. Thank you for checking this out, and thank you for everybody that's been supporting us uh, for the past year, two, three years now. So thank you so much. Um, for the new listeners, let me just give you a little background about what Real Chicks Rock is all about. We're all about creatively collaborating, connecting, to raise awareness regarding issues that impact us women. Right. And so we do that by way of community service engagement, public speaking, mentoring workshops and the arts. And part of the arts is the media platform, which is what we're here doing today. And so lately, as I've mentioned before, several times that I really like this because we have an opportunity to bring subject matter experts and interesting people here to talk about things that impact us or things that we just need to be aware of. And today is no different. Today's topic is the world of CBD. We've heard that term. We've seen it. People are using it. I think there is a population of people that still need to understand it and understand the principles and what it means. And so my guest is so good at this. I mean, she's been involved and engaged in this. And so I couldn't have anyone else better to talk about this product today, but none other than Allison Owens Green. Allison, welcome. Thank you for being here. So we're just going to jump right in. So I'm going to ask you just, Allison, share a little bit about yourself, if you don't mind. Sure. Yeah, I hear the accent. Uh, I'm a mother and a wife, mm-hmm. a mother of seven children, grand. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 stop, stop. We're going to move that mic in first. And then stop. You said mother of seven? Yes, mother of seven, my oldest being 38, 39, my youngest being 19. So okay. Mother of seven, grandmother wow. to eight, maybe nine. I'm not sure I've lost. Oh, my family. gosh. <laughs> so You have um, a village of children. Yeah, we have a village. Nice. And, um, and so uh, pretty much, um, you know, upon coming here from Jamaica, I established myself as a healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. Um, I worked in healthcare for quite a while. I obtained my Ph.D. in information technology management. So primarily my uh, work has been involved in uh, designing systems for healthcare for hospitals and things of that nature. Now, I've heard you do some other wonderful interviews, and so your accent is still rich. But you've been here since the 70s, right? You've been yes, here for quite yes, some time. So years. how do you keep your accent so so full? You go we back? Can't anytime, we can't talk anytime. We can't do anything. We can't talk Jamaican. We can't do anything. Yes! <laughs> but then most people say, what did you say? What did so, you just say? So I have mm. to conform to the yeah. norm. <laughs> yes. And uh, speak the Queen's English. I but, hear you. Yeah, I still have my patois. You sure do. <laughs> that was nice. That made me feel good. That made me feel good because my mother's Jamaican so yeah 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 my mother's from Kingston my grandma's from Montego Bay so you're gonna be right at home here okay (laughs) yes all right my mother's from Mucko and my father's from St. Lucie awesome 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 so Allison tell us a little bit about what CBD is what is that tell me a little bit about that well I'll tell you what it's not first of all okay and um what is not is it's not a hype um as it's been made to believe you know I'm sure when you look at a lot of the um, media articles, you know, you know, the hype of CBD. So CBD is not a hype. Mm. Um, it is not a, a wonder drug. Okay. Um, it's not any of those things. What it is, it is a part of a plant mm. that is a non, uh, the, the non-THC part of the mm-hmm. plant. So mm-hmm. that's the part of the plant that does not make you high. Okay. And so uh, due to the uh, 
hemp agricultural bill that was passed last year, um, it, hemp is no longer on the uh, list of controlled substances. So that legalizes CBD, which is part of the hemp. Okay, plant. okay. Uh, so, of course, uh, you figure, well, you have a plant that um, has its um, THC components, mm-hmm. which are the parts that are very effective for mm-hmm. pain, anxiety, things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, but, of course, it's not legalized in every state. Right. So uh, medical marijuana, uh, there's no such thing as medical marijuana, but marijuana, which is used to treat medically, yeah. um, it's... Uh, you know, as I mentioned, not legal in a lot of states, so it may be legal for recreational use in some states. Mm. And uh, here in Georgia, of course, we're very limited um, in in medical marijuana uh, utilization. Yeah. So pretty much, you have to be at the point of death um, in order to to get that type of assistance. Whereas, let's say in Florida, they have more relaxed laws where people who may have mental health or anxiety or PTSD are able to benefit from. Uh, from CBD mm-hmm. and uh, medical marijuana, if need be. So the marijuana, well, uh, it's a lot of different things because you said a lot of good things. So I'm going to take it back. So from a medical perspective, how can one get it medically? Is it prescribed? Is it how do we get it that way, if possible? So in the state of Georgia, uh, to my knowledge, there are only seven uh, providers who actually refer. Uh, providers cannot uh you know, write a prescription mm-hmm. for uh, for it. Uh, what they can do is refer you to, unfortunately, the state who has still has it on, um, you know, the list of uh, Schedule One drugs. Mm-hmm. So you can only be referred, but they cannot write a prescription. Okay. So tell me, Allison, how did you get interested in or involved with CBD? That's a very good question. Okay. Um, so there are m- multiple things that plays into this. Um, my son uh, is. Um, Bipolar and schizophrenic, when he returned from the Army, he returned a whole another person. Really? Uh, for many years, we went through a lot with mm-hmm. his mental health, not being able to get treatment, mm-hmm. not being able to get medication, mm-hmm. myself not being able to get medication, just mm-hmm. dealing with that situation. Right, right. And so um, I actually started on the path of looking for things that could help him because mm-hmm. it was difficult to get medication. Uh, so when he was assessed... Um, you know, by uh, Social Security, you know, they said, oh, well, you know, there's nothing wrong with him. But then I had to deal with, you know, the manic right. uh, side, the mania of it. So I just started looking into different things. And, and actually, it was my daughter who brought it to my attention. She said, why don't you just, you know, try some CBD if you can't get the medication? However, I didn't get a chance to do that because he, he ended up going into a program which was very effective for him okay. through the jail system, which is something that I'm also working on. Um, and that's another story. But Continuing on with my interest in CBD, I started looking at, well, you know, the therapeutic effects of it. So um, I started on uh, kind of like a journey to find out what they were doing in the United States, Mm -hmm. because in Jamaica, we're no stranger to to marijuana. Mm -hmm. I mean, marijuana Mm -hmm. has been around for Mm -hmm. hundreds of thousands of years. Rastafarians has been using it as sacrament. People have been using it for herbal teas and all types of things. So there was really nothing new about it. Um, here, you know, there's a stigma, of course, around people who have been arrested, whose lives have been adjusted because of marijuana. Mm-hmm. And so it's difficult to break free from that stigma of mm-hmm. what CBD is as opposed to what, gotcha. you know, mm-hmm. THC is. Mm-hmm. So when you say CBD, they're like, oh, you're a drug dealer. No, CBD is the non, you know, psychotropic part of the plant. Mm-hmm. There is no um you know, hallucinogens or anything associated to CBD. Mm. So CBD is actually, you know, on the market now. It's being used for many things. As you can see here from the products that I brought, Mm. you know, you have our hair growth with our, um, with Anagain, you know, you have your skincare, you have your uh, pain 
uh, intensive relief rub products. Mm. So CBD, from CBD, you're able to obtain a lot of different benefits mm. um, through many different products. Mm. So these are uh, what we, we would refer to as full spectrum, no matter how you utilize it, whether you put it in your hair, whether you put it on your skin, or whether you rub it on your body, uh, your receptors in your brain, your CBD1 and CBD2 receptors knows and understands mm. that it's going to take it to wherever you need relief mm. from whatever you need it from. Yeah. So CBD is a safe alternative um, because, of course, there's a lot of things you have to take into consideration. People who may not have access to medication, people who may want to reduce the types of uh, or how many medicines they may potentially right, take. Right, you may right. have people in 10 and 15 meds who feel that they want to pull back. It's expensive. Mm -hmm. You know, um, we're not against the pharmaceutical company, but we want people to understand that there are CBD products and there are products that have efficacy. Our products are backed by doctors. Mm -hmm. um, they're utilized by athletes, but you certainly don't have to be an athlete to heal like right, that. Right, right. Uh, but we know we do know that athletes do tax their bodies a lot. Oh, it right. takes a lot to be an athlete and maintain mm -hmm. that type of stability. So utilizing a product that's backed by doctors, researchers, and scientists, I think, is, is would be a good but, choice. But we appreciate you, Allison, with this because... Um, some of us, and I appreciate your statement saying that you're not against pharmaceutical companies, but we as a consumer, we feel that it's just a, a, a very tremendous in, big industry, right? That is designed to just take, 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 and really not really in the business of solving the problem, maybe band-aiding the issues mm -hmm. so that we're continually on these prescriptions and these drugs and things like that. So I think that most people are trying to navigate their life in a space where they're trying to be as organic or using things that are or natural or make sense to them as much as possible. Oftentimes you pick up a box, you can't even read the information that's on the medicine because the names don't make any sense to you, but yet you're expected to take 500 milligrams of this substance and you don't know what it is. Then it may soothe you for a bit, but then the issue is still there. So I think by creating or allowing us to be informed that there's other alternatives for all of the things that we possibly may be going through. Some of us may not be medically challenged. We may not have a disorder per se, but we're dealing with stress and anxiety just a little bit, maybe just road rage, just the every fundamental things that we have to deal with through life. And we're looking through, oftentimes people come home and they have a glass of wine at the end of the day. That's, right. That's a stress reliever for some people. Absolutely. For some it's chamomile tea or herbal tea. Right. So if this is a natural thing that people can have and it's, and it's not against the law to use it, then I think it, we should just talk about it more to understand how different people can use it for different needs as they need it. Fair, fair statement? That's a fair statement. And that also leads into the fact that uh, see, every CBD is not created equal. Okay. Talk about that, Allison. Okay. Every CBD is not created equal. Okay. Um, they are. Uh, okay. So let's look at one thing that you just pointed out is the fact that people want to utilize more organic things. Yes. Okay. So, um, you know, we have things out there today that says they're organic. We don't really know they're organic. Mm. We're just uh, assuming that the FDA said, well, you know, it is organic right. and it's been raised or, you know, nurtured in an environment that makes it organic. Um, I think, you know, everyone has to do their research. We just live in an age where knowledge is rampant. We have yeah. all the resources to arm us with with that information mm. and also in being a distributor for for cbd helps you to help yourself and other people mm. so it's not just about um selling a product okay you know it's a product that it 
that has proven mm-hmm. that people have already it's documented that works. The problem is that let's say for example, you know, I'm taking glucophage or something for diabetes and I want to talk to my doctor to make sure that, you know, um, if I'm taking CBD along with glucophage, that there will not be any, you know, adverse reaction to his knowledge or can probably advise me on it. Now, what would glucophage be used for? Let's just say for diabetes, okay. for the management of diabetes. Okay, all right. Let's just say. Okay. For, I'm not a medical doctor, Understood. so that's my disclaimer. Mm-hmm. But let's just say we utilize that for, um, you know, diabetic management, but you're also taking CBD. Uh, maybe some CBDs may have uh, some components in it. You know, they're all made from different strains right. that may have blood thinning components. Okay. And, you know, maybe that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. So how do you have a conversation with a medical professional who does not recognize mm-hmm. CBD? Mm-hmm. How can you help? How, how can you manage your disease state um, or lack of it if the medical professional is against the whole aspect of CBD. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now that leaves you in Atlanta, seven doctors who yeah. potentially you would have to go to right. in order to obtain the knowledge you need to make the best decision on whether or not or what types of products may be best for you. Because as I stated, every CBD is not created equal. You have different strains of CBD that interacts in different ways in different people's bodies. Mm. So it's just like some herbs. You know, for people who come from the herbal era like I did, I used to use golden seal, raspberry mm. tea. I used, I, I still do. And that's why uh, you look but, so good. But you know, by utilizing herbs, that there's some herbs that are not well mixed together, mm-hmm. that they can actually call, cause fatal consequences. Right. Um, but nonetheless, they're good separately. Yes. So you need to understand that, um, that even though CBD is not a medication and it, though it's not um, illegal, mm-hmm. you know, you may still want to, if you're taking medication, need to potentially find out if you want to include that in your treatment or management of yourself on how that's going to work for you. In terms of the business aspect of it, um, there are a couple of things that I found out. So, of course, you know, a lot of people have contacted me from the previous show, said, how do you start right, your business? How right, do you start right, business? Right, things right, like right. that nature. So, uh, of course, like anything else, you know, you'll need to choose your um, your entity, you know, right. whether you want to be an LLC or whatever entity you want, whatever structure you want as a company, you'll have to choose a name. Um, you know, a lot of people have different um, opinions on whether or not you should choose a name that reflects CBD mm-hmm. or if you should choose a, a name that doesn't, you know, uh, it's up to you. Right. You know, right. I would prefer to be visible because we're moving into the 22nd century. <laughs> and I would prefer people to know exactly what you're getting. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we have a new thought set. Um, you know, understand that uh, if you're working a job, that there is um, some, you know, investment that is going to be required of you. Um, if you're looking for free CBD, then that might mean not be the CBD for you because some level of investment is required. Um, you're going to need to make sure that you choose a distributor. For me, I chose a distributor for me who is backed by doctors and scientists. Okay. Um, so I know that when I sell my products, uh, natural leaf products, that it... Um, you know, that it is backed by people who can't afford to lose their licenses. Right, right, right. So they have to make sure that the product has integrity. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't want to sell or distribute any product that does not have integrity because I myself am a healthcare professional. Mm -hmm. So, um, so choosing a distributor is very important that it, that has that type of um, reputation, Uh, ensuring that, um, you know, of course you're going to need to get a website, things of that nature, but I would like to caution some people on, let's say Facebook, 
Uh, when I started out, I didn't know. You know, people said, oh, Facebook, you know, they don't want you to grow your business. Well, they sure don't. Um, it's not a good place for you to uh, to uh, to advertise CBD. They're still they're still considering CBD a drug or illegal. Understood. Um, and so I've received even today many emails stating, you know, we need to prove who you are. We need to. We've suspended you. So they've suspended me like fifteen times. So Facebook is definitely not a platform uh, unless you're probably going to. Uh, advertise your things under health and wellness okay um, and not CBD mm-hmm. um, you can do both but in the event that you call it CBD uh, then know that you will be suspended mm-hmm. that's not a good place to to, to put okay. your products okay. on. I would certainly wouldn't waste my time giving Facebook that kind of um, business right. because they're certainly not supporting the business of others so I would move on to um, <laughs> Tell them, you know, to other platforms <laughs> yes absolutely mm. uh, so Another challenge you may have in starting your CBD business is in banking. Of course, you know, a lot of people have had to use high-risk um, banking companies. So let's say, for example, I want to establish my company. I have my license now. I have my uh, my name. You mm-hmm. know, I'm, I'm ready to go. But another thing is you may also need an agriculture license because of the hemp bill. Uh, I don't grow marijuana or hemp. Right. But I was still required to have an agricultural license. Really? Yes. So I had to have an agricultural license as well as a business license. Mm. So for those who may, um, may be selling hemp, whether it's through a drop shipper or not, through the drop shipper, of course, the drop shipper is going to fulfillment, fulfill it. And yeah. by drop shipper, I mean, that's your distributor that's going to ship out your product mm-hmm, for you. Mm-hmm. However, if you're making CBD things, let's say I know people who are making uh, lotions and shampoos and soaps okay. and things that, that's good for the skin, mm-hmm. even hair and mm-hmm. things of that nature. So they would need to find um, a company to fulfill their products to be able to send their products out for them. And, of course, they can negotiate their price based on that. Mm. And then, of course, there comes the marketing aspect of it, you know, um, Again, you know, we're still fighting through various platforms just to get CBD out there. It's not a drug, but everybody treats it as yeah, if it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so just getting people to warm up to the idea that, you know, CBD is safe. Um, it is not a drug. Uh, our uh, products actually come with, um, with lab results. Uh, Natural Leaf is the product that I distribute. You can also go to Natural Leaf, which is www.natraleafcbd.com. And look at, you know, the products there. You can go to my site, www.cannabisplan.com. That's C-A-N-N-A-B-I-Z-P-L-A-N.com. And, you know, we both have the same products because, of course, we we promote the same agenda. But another thing is understanding that you're also going to help people. Mm -hmm. Um, There are people who are suffering from cancer. There are people who are suffering from diabetes. There are people who are always suffering from pain. Mm-hmm. I've had so many people that's reached out to me in so many different disease states, multiple sclerosis. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, as a company, we we actually visited Florida when uh, they started, you know, first coming up with their CBD uh, campaign, and we met a lot of patients, a lot of people who've been cooking up things in their kitchen. Uh, just mm. to get well, mm. uh, people who can't afford medications who've come up with their own cures, mm-hmm. and um, I'm not sure because it's not taxable. It's right. not approved by the FDA, right, or, right, right. You know the USDA, but it works for them. Yeah. So clearly, you know, we need to listen to uh, people who have utilized it or who are utilizing it. People who have skin conditions would definitely benefit from our products. People mm. who have pain. The simple rub would do you good, mm. you know, um, instead of an opioid or, yeah, yeah, know, yeah, some yeah. Other, you know, some other uh, medications. So, you know, CBD has its benefits in everything. Yeah. Um, 
of course, coupled with that, you have to use common sense to make sure that you're also eating right mm. and that you're also exercising Sizing. because those are contributing factors also mm-hmm. to your health. I got a few questions. Sure. So with the CDC, um, are they not pushing this out, this message out that uh, CBD is good? It's it's not a drug as people are thinking it is. I mean, do you know if they're on the bandwagon of trying to get that 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 word out or not necessarily she's <laughs> laughing that's like a no that's like a no michelle no i actually was a contractor for the cdc um the cdc of course you know their focus you know is around maintaining um you know, diseases and mm. uh, things of that nature mm. um i'm not sure what their stance is uh is on um cbd gotcha uh, because again uh even though it is legal mm-hmm. it is a balancing act for some organizations because of the fact that it does come from the marijuana plant. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're never going to be able to to separate the two. Um, However, uh, like I said, I'm I'm not sure of their stance on it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I do know that, um, I mean, it's just a matter of time before all states gotcha. much legalize it. Gotcha. I mean, that that's my prediction. I'm not a psychic, Mm -hmm. but it only makes sense. I mean, if you look at the monies that Canada and uh, other companies are making, I mean, we're projected to make into billions by 2030. Mm. I mean, we're getting ready to go into, you know, 20, yeah. you know, 2020. So um, there's a lot of money that, that stand to be made from that. Mm. And we're not just looking for, at the therapeutic aspects of it, but there are other aspects of it, mm. too, you know, that, uh, you know, people are starting businesses. Another good thing is that what I would like people to know is that people who are currently who currently have their own businesses or looking to get into CBD, you know, it's not a separate industry. You can incorporate this into whatever you're doing, because mm. uh, whether it's medical marijuana or CBD, we have so many areas of this paradigm that has emerged. It's like a whole new market. Right. You know, so right. if you go online, you know, you can see the various positions and roles that they're even hiring for mm. now uh, for this new paradigm. So people may want to even start looking at educating themselves. Yes. Um, there's a university out there called Cannabis Training University or CTU, which I utilize, which actually certifies you in 10 areas, you know, of it. So if you want to start your own cooking business or growing uh, packaging, whatever the case may be, you actually get certified in these 10 areas. And so that actually arms the entrepreneur with the ability to then have the knowledge yeah. they need to yeah. create the products. Right. You know, people may want to create edibles. They want to, like I said, skin creams, things of that nature. Mm. So it's a good starting point for people who may want to get certified mm. um, in, in that knowledge. You've base. been a distributor for a long time? Um, I actually started distributing probably uh, towards the end of 2018. Prior to that, um, we actually provide consultative services to doctors. Okay. So we not only design uh, software uh, for hospitals and doctor's offices, but we also provide consulting services. Mm. So we actually took a look and, and created a strategy around the services that we offer to realize, well, hey, CBD, medical marijuana, and all those things are not going to become a paradigm of the doctor's bedside conversation. Right, right. And if that is the case, um, we're not going to have to collect that data, you know, in our EMRs and in our uh, systems that we uh, share and speak to other providers through what we call a health information exchange platform. And because we're going to collect that information when a patient comes in and says, hey, yes, I'm a medical marijuana patient, but I also take uh, Coumadin, I also take glucophage, mm. I also take this. Right. You know, makes a provider now have to manage that care and become knowledgeable 
of the interaction between the medical marijuana and the, the medications that you're taking. Mm-hmm. So we pretty much provide a um, a service to them that helps them embrace that new paradigm and introduce that conversation into their clinic to help uh, ensure that they have the technology mm-hmm. uh, to be able to capture that uh, information at the point of care, at the point of care with the patient, that decision-making information, because we now have analytics where we want to analyze, you know, what's making our patients better, what's, you know, yeah. what's um, doing good for them and what's not doing good. Right, not right, only that, right. their performance measures that doctors have to meet. Mm-hmm. And in order for them to meet their, those measures, they have to show and demonstrate through their clinical documentation and also through their care how they're caring for that patient and keeping them out of the hospital. So they're not rota- rotating and, and running up the bills. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's some of what we're looking so, at. So, Allison, we're such uh, people of color, black people. We're such an un- underground culture. Everything we do, we do underground. We keep secret. Sometimes we're embarrassed. We're ashamed. We don't want anyone to know what we do. We don't want to get in trouble. So are we saying that if we use CBD, and we can use me as an example because I have, I haven't used the product. Maybe I will, but I haven't. This is yours. So you will. So you can tell us how it works. Right. So, but (laughs) prior to, I have never used this. So, and I, and I don't, I don't smoke marijuana. I don't, I don't engage in this is not judgment. So let's just say, use me as an example that I use CBD, but there's something wrong with me. Now I go to the doctor and we can use, I have a thyroid or something that's going on. Is, are we saying that it's, it's okay to tell our doctors when we go that we are using CBD so that we can get the proper analysis and, and they, and they know everything about us medically or, or no. So there's two parts to that. It's okay to tell them that you're taking okay, CBD. Okay. Um, now, how that plays out in your insurance, I have no idea. We don't know. We don't know. Disclaimer, so, so we don't that, know how the insurance right, company is so, going to so behave. There are some gray areas because even though it's not considered a medication, would need to be covered by okay. by uh, an insurance company. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe an insurance company may deny a claim because they see that you are using CBD and they say, oh, wow, they're on drugs or, you know, still on, you know, we're still, it's still confusion between what's on class one and what CBD is, which is still Mm non-narcotic. So I'm not sure how that plays out yet because I haven't seen um, that, but I would, I would tell a doctor, I think that it's responsible for you to inform your doctor that you are taking CBD. Mm -hmm. Now, whether or not that plays out into some insurance claim right. because of your clinical documentation right. and your claims of taking CBD, I have no idea. That's something we would have to find out. Um, or if you have insurance and you reveal that you're taking CBD and whether or not that will have some adverse impact, even though it's not considered a yeah. medicine. Yeah. So I think that's why people are kind of resistant because there's mm. still gray areas. Mm. Um, I'm sure the answers are out there. I don't know all the answers, mm. but that's why we're creating a show to be able to have subject matter experts to come and give us that information nice. because it's it's so gray. Yeah, it is gray. Yeah. And we need legislation and everything else to support the great, get that grayness out of there. But yeah, I, 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 the FDA, I mean, they, they have legislation out now and they're reforming that legislation because it's counterproductive mm-hmm. to the emergence of hemp and CBD. So the FDA, I mean, they're reforming some of their regis- legislation and, you know, I'm sure they'll be, um, you know, putting it out there for comment. Uh, if people would like to comment on mm. some of that legislation, which they should. Mm. Uh, and the reason that you should is, you know, people may watch this broadcast and say, hey, you know, I don't need that CBD stuff or I'm not into that hemp stuff mm. or whatever. Mm. Um, 
But I will tell you this, uh, and there's two aspects of it. One is that uh, you can have uh, insurance, uh, you can call it assurance, uh, but if you have insurance and your insurance doesn't cover a certain medication that you need, mm. it's kind of counterproductive. Right. You have insurance, but for what you need, it doesn't. Yeah. I had an in- incident in which I had pulmonary embolisms in both lungs. Mm. I was traveling back and forth to Canada. Yes. So I ultimately, common sense, I had to come off the project because the doctor says, hey, you can't get back on that plane. So now I have to come off the, pro- the project, so now I have to get rid of my insurance. So now I have to make a decision to leave my work, which means I have to leave the insurance that's covering me. Right, that. right. So when I went to price the medication, it was $700 mm. um, for me to basically take until the doctor says it's okay for me right, to take. Right, right. I didn't have $700 every, whatever, 30 days. Right, now, right, right, dosages. right. So... I had to look for ways. I had to look for ways because mm-hmm. I was raised in Jamaica where people did not have the luxury of just running to the urgent care center every time you felt pain Come on. or every time something happened, you yeah. ran to the garden. My mother my mother said, go and get me some Cersei tea. Mm. Still planted Cersei. in the garden. She's passed on three years. Mm. So still planted in the garden today, go get some Cersei tea mm-hmm. because I have a headache. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was normal for us. Yes. Go get, you know, this bush because my stomach hurts. Yeah. We knew what bush to go get. We knew how much to take of it. Yeah, yeah. There was no FDA to approve it. Mm. That was something you knew because you lived on a land where it was available mm. to you. You knew what not to mix together. Mm. You knew what to take. So there's going to come a time where, I mean, just look at the world where we're going. I mean, people are losing jobs, which means they're losing their health care coverage. Yes. You know, the government is now implementing for doctors what's called propensity to pay. If people don't know what propensity to pay is, I will need to come back on your show and explain to mm. them what propensity to pay is going to mean for you as a patient. Mm. Okay? So propensity to pay is a dangerous thing. It's a good thing because doctors have to get paid. Right. Um, naturally. But it's going to be dangerous for us as people because propensity to main pay means that you're going to you're going to qualify for services, but you may not be able to pay for them. Yeah. And they have the right to deny you you know, that service if you don't have the propensity to pay. Mm. So there is a lot of regulatory things that's coming down 2020, uh, what's going to happen between patients and doctors, you know, how doctors are going to get reimbursed for the work that they provide, and how patients are going to be able to mm. establish, you know, those relationships where they feel they can share these things or if they don't have uh, insurance, how are you going to get coverage? You yeah. know, are there concierge uh Doctors yeah. out there offering right. pay for service, you mm-hmm. know, or, you know, there's mm-hmm. only one clinic I'm aware of anyway. And um, I think it's in Athens or, or above Athens that actually provides free services one day out of the week. We need to help people identify these services. If you're diagnosed with cancer, God forbid, you went to the emergency room and you have no, um, you know, medical insurance. What's the next step? Yeah. When you come home and they say, oh, we ran a scan, we did this, we did your blood test. We've come to the, 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 the you know realization that you have cancer or whatever. Right. When you go home and you sit there and say, I have no insurance, what do you do at that point? I have nothing. What do you do? Where do you go? Mm. Where Where is the advocacy for that? Yeah. Even with mental health, mm. you know, if you're arrested, where do you go? Mm. Into a jail? So you're sick and you're mentally ill and you get arrested? So it is legal to put a mentally ill person in a jail? Mm. Is that legal? Mm. A person who is not aware of themselves, who's, who's schizophrenic yeah. and bipolar. I got you, yeah. I mean, we have a lot of disparities of care that we're facing. Yeah. So it's, you know, even with CBD, there there is a, a friend of mine who I know who, I know who had, has a, has a has grandson and unfortunately has to deal with, you know, the, her, his psychosis 
and <laughs> called the social worker, and the social worker left and never returned. So if you can't depend on the very people mm. in healthcare to help you find a solution, yeah. you're going to have to find yeah. your own solution. solution. And that's real. That's real. Real talk. We talked about a lot of pros, Allison, regarding the use of CBD, whether it is you eat it, you cook it, you apply it to your skin or whatever. Are there any cons to it? The only con that I've identified with CBD is to make sure that whatever CBD you're taking or ingesting doesn't have certain components in it that may be allergenic to you. Okay. Um, I'm not a scientist, so I don't know every strain of CBD, but I'm sure there's certain straws and, you know, certain mm-hmm. types of materials that mm-hmm. carry things that people can't. Um, tolerate like mm-hmm. nuts mm-hmm. and grains, right. certain grains people can't mm-hmm. tolerate. So know your CBD, mm-hmm. um, ask your distributor to for uh, lab results, mm-hmm. understand those lab results, look it up. We live in the knowledge age, Google it, YouTube it. Mm-hmm. There are resources out there that are reliable resources. And we will also be creating some knowledge content to be able to educate the public on uh, the utilization of CBD and, you know, uh, dosaging and things of that nature. So some of those things are still in question. Mm-hmm. You know, some people may say, well, you know, how much CBD is safe for me? How much can I take? You know, may want to start off with 50 milligrams. You may want to increase as time goes on. Right. Just like any medication, you uh, are going to take it as you need it. Mm-hmm. You know, but the good thing about CBD is that, especially our products, is that they're full spectrum CBD. So they're going to target every area in which you have receptors in your body to know that they come to. Um, those other synthetic uh, medications or things that we take do not bind to your body. That's why it's easy to overdose. That's why you can take pills and overdose. Your body knows no difference. <laughs> it's mm. just like, okay, I don't know. Mm. you know. But the minute that the CBD hits those receptors, it says, ah, oh, I feel good. Oh, <sighs> this is great. Yeah, <laughs> relief. <laughs> Allison, let me ask you. When you started the whole certification process, was it expensive for you to start? Is it, and that's a general question for those that may be seriously yeah, interesting. Yeah. That want to understand how do they get into it financially? Cause oftentimes we have to believe in ourselves and invest in ourselves, regardless right. of the business. Right. Right? right. So if we're serious and we're, some people may be in between jobs, mm-hmm. want to be an entrepreneur, might have had illness, might have had a mom or someone that was sick, Mm -hmm. lost their mom and want to help other people have options and really want to get into this business. Mm -hmm. What is it? What is how much was it? Was it very expensive for you to get started distributing? I mean, typically some of our distributors are what I've seen. I mean, a thousand dollars will start you off. Okay. Okay. Finance you for ten thousand, okay, and then you may um, be required to put down the deposit of a thousand, and they'll finance the rest for you. Mm. Um, that's one aspect. Uh, another aspect is uh, you can become a drop shipper for a distributor, but again, make sure that if you're going to drop ship for a distributor, to make sure that their products are, you know, um, have integrity. Yeah, uh, because you don't want to. Uh, you're only allowed, I think, like one percent chargeback. When you um, are selling online, mm. so you don't want products that people are going to continuously return because right. once you do that, they're going to discontinue your business. Mm. So you want products that when you send out to people that actually do work. Mm. If you say it's for pain, then I expect that if I have pain, I should feel some measure right. of relief. Yes. Um, if you say that, you know, this is for my skin, then I should see some measure of improvement. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you say that this is for hair growth, then... I should see some measure. I should see my hair grow. Yeah, yeah, she grow. (laughs) (laughs) I should see my hair grow. You should see. Let me see how I grow. Let me see how I grow. Yeah. Grow my 
good. Go on. Grow your should grow. Now, <laughs> so, so it so we should give. Um, it depends on the so, the situation so, and the so, person. So you you may have a distributor in which you may have to put down a thousand dollars of your investment, and the rest is financed by the company. Mm. You may have a, another situation where you may just uh, be a drop shipper, meaning that you're signing up to sell someone else's things. They're actually selling it, shipping it out for you. So there is no investment involved per se, but you're going to have a website and things of that mm. nature to sell the product. Mm. So it's up to you. Um, for me, I came in as a distributor, in which requires some measure of deposit. And the reason for that is because the product we have, there is no other CBD product out there that's backed by doctors and scientists. This is the mm -hmm. only one. The real so if deal. you're going to invest in something, I would invest in something that's backed by people who have the knowledge and who continuously research it and are uh, splicing genes and coming up with ways to target, right. um, you know, our disease state. Uh, if they can do that, they're the only ones that are to date doing that. Then, then those are the only ones mm. in which I would want to sell their products. Mm. And that's the natural leaf uh, products. Gotcha. Typically, when you are using CBD, how long will it take to see some change or some form of improvement? Does it take maybe a week or a couple of weeks or just depends on what it is? I think that just depends on you. So, for mm. example, I'm a person, I don't really take medication. If I okay. take Tylenol, it's very sparingly. So anything that I utilize, I usually feel the full effect of it immediately. Okay. Um, you know, I had, you know, some pain in my side, and this is when we started experimenting with, you know, different types of, you know, products. And some of them work, some of them I couldn't tell the difference. Mm. Um, so that's why it's important to go with things that are scientific and that's proven mm. by doctors. Um, again, like I stated, CBD is not a hype. It's a science. Mm. It is an actual science that has a map of the various uh, compounds that plants are made up of. And we are made up of those same compounds mm. and so that's why the plant binds to our those terpenes inside of those plants bind to our receptors so when we're saying oh my god you know it's a drug you know i was having a conversation one day in the workplace and someone said hey don't say that so loud and i said say what and they said that that word cbd i said are you serious again cbd is not a drug mm -hmm. it is there is no drug component to it the acceptable limit is what 0.3 uh, percent hmm. so there is no drug okay there is no drug uh, no high no no high yeah you can't get high off of it it's not enough THC in it to Me make you high hmm. okay are people smoking it though still or no because you can't smoke it well, you can uh, deliver it any way you want to. Everyone okay. has their own ability to um, deliver certain things. Some people may want to vape. Some mm. people may want to uh, use a tincture uh, sublingually under the tongue. Uh, other people may want to put it on their skin. Some people, you know, so it all depends. Um, again, it's not uh, equal to any one person because it is based on your makeup of your body mm. and, and your tolerance on how much or how little you would need to utilize. Okay. 
Has the response been very positive for your products thus far? Oh, yeah. The response has been very positive because uh, our athletes, which are from the NFL, utilize mm. it. Well, you can't get any more positive responses. I know that's that. right. Yeah. Um, they would know because they do things that my body can mm-hmm. and probably never will mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and if it works for them, then I know it will work for me because uh, my body doesn't have to perform to that yeah, standard. To that and they have to overperform. So, yes, there has been a vast response. In fact, it's such a vast response that even some of them are becoming distributors because, of course, you know, they have to maintain a certain physical regimen. And at the same time, with the, uh, you know, the, the, the NFL and drug uh, marijuana positive yeah. stories, yeah. And of course, that has plagued them. So now players need something that's natural that can actually help relieve pain. You have bath bombs. You have all different yeah. things that can help relieve pain without having to resort to using narcotics or any type of THC-based products. Does it take a long time to become a distributor? No, you can just do it in five minutes. You can just get your thousand dollars. <laughs> you can get your name. You can just—I mean, literally—in like seventy-two hours, you can just do those things. Really? Yeah. Go get your name. Go get your license. Both of your licenses will be obtained in the same place for me. I live in Gwinnett County, so of course, you know, I went to the the licensing office there. I got my license, got my agricultural license, and then, of course, you know, from there you choose your entity. Well, previously that you choose your entity, but once you have your name your licenses, you know, then you want to make sure you have your a website. Uh, GoDaddy is a good one. Yeah. Uh, Vista.com. Uh, I wouldn't use Shopify because they're not CBD friendly yet. Uh, so you want to make sure that before you jump on a website that you want to make sure that they're CBD friendly because mm-hmm. you may spend money or an investment getting a website and then, voila, you know, they'll say, oh, no, you can't sell those products. So know your platform. Um, uh, it will be nice if we had a, a more of a, I mean, we have Instagram and YouTube and things of that nature, but we need a bigger platform, a platform like Facebook, but not Facebook. Yeah, yeah. And um, so finding your platform is is probably going to be challenging. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, if you're a millennium, then it might be easier because, yeah. of course, they use various um, other avenues of, yeah. of communication. Mm-hmm. So uh, broaden your communication, you know, to your audience, whether, you know, it's by Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, YouTube, which is what I'm doing. You know, meeting with yourself, talking mm-hmm. to other people mm-hmm. who continually ask me how to start a CBD business, just like any other business. Make sure you have your licenses. Make sure you have that. Taxes is a very great area, too. Uh, you know, make sure that you have a good accountant. Um, they called me from the tax office the other day and said, hey, did you make any CBD money yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, like, really, are you serious right now? <laughs> we want you to follow. Like, how much did you make? So they're waiting and anticipating mm-hmm. uh, the the revenue, right? You know, for mm-hmm. uh, for for the, from this, mm-hmm. and so they're literally calling and checking up to see how you're making any revenue. So they're anticipating that people are going to make a sizable revenue, and you will because yeah. you're using a product that is um, that is natural. You're using a product that is going to do nothing but help people. Right. There is no law I know against helping people. Um, there's a lot of people suffering from pain. There's a lot of people I know that have cancer and who are uh, actually getting uh, cancer treatments but can't, you know, tolerate uh, chemotherapy. Mm. So our products will be good for them to be able to help them tolerate or stimulate their appetite in order to eat and maintain healthy cells to maintain Mm. uh, chemotherapy. So um, 
there is relief out there. Mm -hmm. You just have to remove that stigma from your head. Oh, I'm on a drug. No, this is CBD. It is not a drug. It is science. Mm -hmm. It simply comes from the same plant, but it is a non-psychotic, non-psychotic, non-THC. I will put part of the plant. Plant. Everyone knows what THC is. So Mm -hmm. it's the part that gets you high. CBD is a part that does not. So now we have a lot of people that's making all types of products and soaps and bubble baths and all kinds of things. But again, the downside, or like I said with that, is to make sure that you're looking at what's inside of those products because they may use fragrances that, even though it's natural, may cause some kind of skin irritation or things of like that. Are you finding that there's a lot of women becoming distributors? Yes. I'm finding that there are a lot of women who want to create a a, a second stream Uh of revenue Mm -hmm. or get away or fire their job and, yeah. and, and create their first stream of mm-hmm, revenue. Mm-hmm. So I have had a lot of conversations. I, in fact, a friend called me this week and she said, you know, I'm ready to quit my job. I mean, she had a beautiful array of bath bombs and lotions and soaps. And I mean, she was so creative. And I think that a lot of times, you know, as much as we need our jobs, it stifles our creativity mm-hmm. and who we could be as people because we're putting so much time mm-hmm. into someone else's dream mm-hmm. and depriving yourself of your own vision. That's true. So, there are so many people who have reached out to me, you know, asking uh, how to start a CBD mm-hmm. business. There are people who have actually been in their kitchen uh, making things and then contacting me to say, okay, what do I do next? Mm-hmm. You know, what am I, what can I do next? Mm-hmm. So I think, um, as I stated, we're going to be uh, creating a show that's yes. going to help uh, guide and educate people in all of those things. And it will involve, you know, cooking to show mm-hmm. how you can use TAC infused foods, mm-hmm. you know, for, you know, your, your health and therapeutic mm-hmm. benefits. And, um, you know, drinks and smoothies and, you know, how to use certain devices mm-hmm. and, you know, delivery devices, because everybody doesn't know every device is not equal and everyone's knowledge is not equal. Right. So, like I said, it's a new paradigm that requires some direction and education. And we have the doctors and the network to be able to deliver that. Are there any peer groups that people can join to just um bounce things off of and just see what people are saying and talking about? Do you know of anything that people could kind of peek in and join? Yeah. Um, you know, like anything else, you have to do your homework, but I actually started out one of my favorite peer groups is, um, minorities for medical marijuana. Okay. That was the very first group that I ever, um, you know, followed, and we actually went to all of their events. They were beautiful, impeccable events. There mm. were people there, doctors, lawyers, policemen, nurses, patients, and they're all patients and distributors. They have a wide network. It reaches far. Um, it started, starts off in Florida, and um, they have a chapter here in um in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we ourselves are going to create our own network. So we don't try to cut anybody out. We're all, all working together to be able to bring about knowledge and, um, you know, financial profitability to everyone. And it's, it's just so much that one person can't cover right, the right, whole right. entire yeah, yeah. area. So, you need some help. Yeah, you need help. But I think that they're a good form of, of information and mm-hmm. education. That's what helped guide me and, and, and our company uh, into our vision, establishing our vision of what it is that we want to do. And, and it even far exceeds beyond CBD and what we want to do. I mean, we, we want to establish angel programs where, you know, people who may have children who need uh, medical treatment and have to travel to other states, you know, we mm. want to uh, hopefully establish a partnership with Airbnb to be able to provide discounts for 
uh, families who have to travel with sick children who may need medical marijuana nice, treatment or nice. things of that nature mm. and can't afford to get there. Yeah. Um, so we want to support a lot of things. Of course, my passion is and always will be mental health. Yeah. Um, so I'm actually working on a documentary called Bipolar in America. Mm. And um, so, you know, we have a lot of other initiatives just besides selling CBD. We want to incorporate that into, you know, the health and wellness of people, you know, to let them understand that. Um, you know, taking medic- medicines are okay, but we need to go back to looking at more natural things and utilizing in our hair, our skin. Yeah. You know, we're destroying our hair, we're destroying our skin with utilizing products that serve us no, you know, no purpose, um, especially for minorities, because mm-hmm. you know, of course, we of course have to use other products. Um, but um, you know, I think that CBD is a godsend. Um, I wish that more minorities would pay attention um, and understand that there is a very lucrative opportunity um, in uh, being a distributor for CBD because, I, as I said, the people that come to me uh, are people who are in pain. The people who talk to me are people who are looking for some type of relief. Mm. Um, there are people who may have uh, uh, hair conditions, uh, skin conditions. Mm. For, for, you know, a measurable long time yes. and are looking for relief. So we also are looking for doctors, too, who believe in that wholesome treatment. Yeah. And yes, I'm a doctor and I'm going to prescribe medication, but um, we also have, uh, you know, CBD products that we can incorporate right. into testing right. and, and treating you to see if this will also right. work, to have that flexibility of thinking. Mm. Um so that's another thing, finding a provider who has that flexibility of thinking and doesn't say, oh, that stuff, I wouldn't use it. Here, Here's 30 pills and take that. For yeah, that. no, so, you're creating options. Right. You're trying so to help you create, create options, options to help people, um, help them make better decisions in managing themselves. And knowing that, you know, if, if I have pain, I don't have to keep running to the pharmacy. I know that's Our right. products here actually take care of that. Mm. So I don't have to worry about that. Uh, you know, my skin is... You know, pretty good for a 57-year-old, but of course, you know, now and again, I do have a little seven stress children, <laughs> eight or nine grandchildren. Yeah, looking great. <laughs> Thank you. So, you know, it's all part of the process. It, it, it will help you in maintaining that homeostasis, that balance, that stability mm. within yourself. And, um, and again, you know, help you to help other people, mm. which is, is, is our main objective. Mm-hmm. What's next for you, Allison, outside of the, the, the talk, the, the TV show, right? You want to do a, a program for that. What, what's next for you? Look at her face. She's glowing. Because, because you have I have so many, many things, things in my head. I know it's and right. And I have one little life to manifest it. Mm. And I had to get through my seven kids first to make sure I got them out the house. Yeah. So I could be relatively still young and still have my cognitive um, abilities yes. to then pursue my passion. Mm. So my passion has always been about taking care of people. I love taking care of people. That's why I started off in healthcare. Mm. I actually moved into information technology at one point because it really pained me to see a lot of the patients that I was working with dying because they didn't, they had death panels making decisions on what medications they could get and when they could get it, when they could have procedures, when they couldn't have procedures. Mm. And so people ultimately would die. Yes. Um, you know, I worked at a hospital here in Atlanta where I was working in, you know, the cancer um, uh, floor and I worked there for a while, but I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm. I, it was because I there's nothing that I could do personally to change the insurance system, to change, right, you know, right. all of that. So I went into the information technology side of it. So uh, it's still important to me because, of course, the, the systems which, you know, I run and which mm-hmm. I manage and mm-hmm. which I design and which I deploy mm-hmm. ultimately contribute to the care of the patient. Yeah. Um, 
So what's next for me uh, starting this show? Um, I think that's the ultimate goal for me starting the show because through my walk in healthcare and through becoming a, a distributor for CBD, I have learned and seen so much that I didn't know that I think people need to know. Mm. Um, even personally. I mean, mm. it's things that I've been going through personally that um, I didn't really have a support mechanism for, or even things that my body started to go through at a certain age. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I hear about, you know, okay, when you hit 40, this right, happens, right, right, when you right. hit 45. But how do you manage those things that are happening? I know, I know. You know, where's the conversation around that? Like, mm -hmm. we're not talking about those mm -hmm. things. So we need to talk about a lot of yeah. things. How we're going to be financially secure, how we can create, you know, different uh, streams of revenue. Yeah. Because jobs, of course, are just that, just overbroke. You know, it only takes one day for someone not to like you and to get rid of you. And your whole reality or what you thought was your stability is no longer there. So... I would highly recommend, especially in a volatile time where people are losing so many jobs, people are close, closing down stores, that we not only just empower people to become entrepreneurs, but even our children. Mm. There's so many kids that are coming out of school and they don't know what to do they with their lives. Mm. The only mm. thing that they know is either the military or play ball. Right. They don't understand that there's a whole nother area in which they can expand their abilities mm -hmm. and creative abilities. Mm -hmm. And parents need to know, and I know this because I've encountered this, that a lot of their children who want to be entrepreneurs should encourage that entrepreneurial spirit and stop mm -hmm. saying, get a job, get a right, job, right, get right, a right, job. Right, 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 um, right, right. And should encourage that entrepreneurial spirit mm -hmm. and, and encourage their kids to start businesses. So we want to be able to sponsor, you know, a couple of children who are serious about becoming entrepreneurs and help them, love it. Um, you know, start businesses. We can't change the whole world, I but we have it. to start in our community somewhere. That's a program. Yeah. Absolutely. I love it. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Because oftentimes our parents didn't know some fear cripples, cripples us oftentimes because we don't know how to begin, how to start. Why would you leave something that's right. stable to go and do something that you don't really know how to do? And right. so it's a lot of fear that, that you were taught was stable. Yeah. Because most of us have been in the workforce at some point. Mm. And uh, at any point, I know I worked for a company here. It was a very lucrative company, mm -hmm. one of the biggest in Atlanta. And the job that I did was very significant. Right. Uh, both myself and my husband worked for the company, but they laid off 600 people. I mean, I just woke up and went to work, and they're like, okay, thank you for your service. You're, you're now escorted to the door. <laughs> so that is the reality that no matter where you work, there is no stability. It is go. important for us to create streams of income that does not rely on the backs of other people come for you to be able to eat and live. Come on. You just can't. Yeah. Uh, because then I come home and I'm like, okay, now I have to count my pennies and figure out how am I going to do this. I'm right. going to have to give back the truck. Okay, we're going to have to, you know, your, your family yeah. has to sit down and determine at what point, how are you going to survive? And that's because we continuously suck the breast of corporations whose milk has run out. Come on. And we're still sucking. Mm. So we need to understand it's time to wean ourselves. Uh, and it's time for us to start our own businesses mm. and it's time for us to show our children how to start businesses yes. and stop relying on jobs. Even education is great. I have an education. My mm -hmm. children have education. It is not the all, end all. Be that all. is correct. That is it's correct. Not, you know, there are many people that have PhDs that I know that's homeless. Okay. Um, you know, I've been there myself and I've mm. slept in my car and I've worked out of my car. Mm. Okay. It was times that I had to do that. Mm. And that's why my story goes very deep. deep. I, I wanted my children to first get out the house before I even started telling my story. Yeah. That's how deep it is. Mm. And so I've had to sleep in my car. I've had to work out of my car. I have to eat out of my car. Mm. I've had to do those things. So people think, look at you and they say, wow. You've had to sleep in your car. Yes, I have. Yeah. I had to choose which parking lot I was going to park. I had to choose how I was going to eat. Yeah. So, you know, I'm here for 
the purpose of also showing women that no matter what your situation is, no matter what you're coming out of, no matter what, no matter what it may be, don't ever let that define you as a person mm. to not meet your your dream or your success. Yes, because those things are there to, to prepare you. I would have never thought at the time I was sleeping in a car, or I was homeless, or doing those things. I would have never thought that those things would have contributed to me being the wholesome person that, that I you am are today. today. But it did. Yes. And I want people to know that whether you're abused or whether you're on drugs or whether you're being mistreated or whether you're broke or whether you're busted, that we got a program for you. There is always something you can do. Yes. There is always a way that you can get up out of it. So I want to be able to show women how they can, you know, not just create a, a, a stream of revenue, but also to use utilize the products yes. and, and to live by them. Yes. And stop depending on other things external to our environment because they, they serve us no good. Mm-hmm. How can people find you, Allison? How can they find I'm you? She said, I'm here, my dear. I'm here. right here, so come right here, so check me out right here. Well, I'm on Facebook, Allison Green. Some know me as Sarah Dash. Yes. For those out there from New York. Yeah. And, um, I love it. And my people from Jamaica. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. And uh, so I'm on, you know, our website is www.cannabisplan.com. Say, say it slow and sweet, me baby. I said the website goes up. I said www.cannabisplan.com. Cannabis plan. So if you're looking for somewhere, someone to come in and organize yes. your medical practice yes. to get you going to, mm-hmm. you know, analyze your documentation, your systems to implement that. Or if you need CBD products, we integrate all of that. Mm. Uh, also, I would love for them to go to our distributor site as well, yes. which is Natural Leaf. That's www.natralifcbd.com, which is our main distributor. Awesome. So, that's where you can find me. Awesome. Awesome. A lot of great stuff there. Thank you, Allison, Thank for you so all much for having me. I this really was, do appreciate this you. was very informative. I want to bring you back again because, um, I'm conjuring up another, um, topic with bipolar okay. disorder. I think we'll, we'll talk about it offline, but I, I met someone else who's dealing with schizophrenia and those type of things and it's something else and she's doing amazingly well, but, she wants to talk about, she has a story. So I'd like to, we will, we'll, we'll talk about great. That could be incorporating what we're doing too, because I'm working with someone from the jail from Fulton County, which is where my son was, but he's been through every jail in the city, but they were the only ones who were able to actually find a program mm-hmm. for him that mm-hmm. took him from where the person that he is today, you would never, ever really believe it. Yes. Really? And so I'm grateful for that program. Um, from the Fulton County Jail, and I hope that they implement it. So that was one of my reasons for starting there, to kind of talk to the administrators of the jail, see the kind of program they have. Um, and also there's some people who ha- are bipolar, mentally ill, who yeah. are utilizing CBD uh, because they can't afford medication. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of helps, you know, the anxiety doesn't, of course, I'm sure, take care of the, the psychosis of it. But if you have a raging person in your house, yeah, I mean... My son was a raging maniac, mm. and I had to find ways and things to yeah, put in his food yeah, yeah. to calm him down. down. But it's dangerous to mm. have a person like that in your house, no matter how much you love them, mm. and not have a support system yeah, in place. Yeah. You call the social worker, she disappears. Yeah. What are you supposed you to do? do? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get what I'm mm, saying? So you. we mm. need to help people find 
these resources where you can find them immediately. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, I shouldn't have to make phone calls to the crisis hotline who's asking right, me, right. are you ready to kill yourself? No, somebody's ready to kill me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. you call 911 and they're saying, well, there's nothing we can do. Mm. And then you take them to the hospital, which doesn't have a psychiatrist on call because there are no more psychiatrists in our hospitals. So hmm. they just hold them there and then release them to uh, a facility for 72 hours. Oh, my gosh. Right, right back in the same circle. <sighs> you got a story. Boy, do I have a story. You, have, you haven't even heard nothing. Make Oprah look like a joke. Ooh. And you let me tell you, I'm reserving. I'm just focusing on the CBD. I understand. For today. Yeah, for yeah, today. yeah. For today. Yeah, you're going to be back again, Allison. I like it. I like it. I like it. And, and Jermaine, Lady G, she's watching Jermaine. Thank you, Jermaine. She's yes. watching. So thank you for this connection. So thank you, Allison. I appreciate it, this my dear. Good. Thank you so much this for having good. me. Thank this was you. good. Thank yeah. you. You guys know me. You know where you can reach me. I'm everywhere. But before we do that, today's show was powered by... By Hot Ice Live. Yes, it is. Yes, it was. Hot Ice Live Entertainment <laughs> Group. It powered the show today. They got a lot of great shows that are coming up. So um, at Venkman's next Saturday, June 9th, it is Katie Burgess and Friends. You need to be in the place for that. That's going to be awesome. A lot of musicians are lined up November to support it. November 9th. That's okay. a Saturday. Okay. You should go, but you'll be busy. But in between, <laughs> no, okay. in between making, you know, changing lives, you should come on out <laughs> okay. and have a good time there. We'll also, do. we're going to have, um, Hot Ice Live has got two shows at Buteco next Sunday, 3 and 5 p.m. with none other than Heston. You need to be there for that. That's going to be nice. It's going to be really cute. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Brazilian inspired hot. Yeah. yeah, Soul music for the soul is going to be really great. Yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. Don't be a stranger. So now for me, you know me. I am everywhere. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. We got the website. Yeah. We pushing these shirts. You see it. Go to the website and get your shirt you like it you want it the holidays are coming that's all i'm going to say about that and then we are streaming right we're on itunes iheart pandora you should be subscribing so that you don't miss this when you see me you say i missed the last show and i go subscribe so you don't miss any of the shows (laughs) this content is good you want to have it i want you guys to slide some of this information in people's dms when this show is over when we finish the recording i want you to share this tell a friend tell a friend tell a friend about this program and the things that we're talking about because this is good stuff stuff that we need to know allison thank you so much for your time today i I loved it it. i enjoy that's my time until next time you guys take care take care rock on bye We hope you enjoyed listening to RCR Presents Real Discussions. Until next time, you take care and continue to rock on.